so we haven't really had bonds in our portfolios for years. Why? Because all the debt, the debt of the companies, the debt of the country, it just... People always saw that as the safe money, right? Right. And and it's way more risk than what you think. If you're going to take that kind of a risk, you might as well be in the stock market. a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on the Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the Retirement Fitness Plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on Processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's The Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about finding ways to help you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. Boy, oh boy, we just got through a long conversation, or should we say could be longer conversation about inflation. As inflation goes up, this conversation gets longer. So we're going to go back and talk. We're going to revisit this subject and go on to part two of inflation and how it is that you can have a plan to address all these concerns, including inflation. So, hi, Ed. Hey, Leanne. Back to, uh, to part, part two. two. Yeah, yeah. And in, in, in inflation, what the feds do, how that affects the markets, how that affects your retirement, because it's um, they're all intertwined. Yeah. You know, you can't be myopic when you're looking at it and everyone's feeling it. You know, we said it going to the, the grocery store, gas pumps, whatever it is. And but. when we finished talking the last time, you were just about to come into what could people do? How, how are we going to look at the next step after we've been given all this information on inflation, the Fed, interest rates, the housing market, all these things that affect our economy? So yeah. let's address the market. Let's address the market right now. We are watching, obviously, Friday of last week was really Down a terrible. thousand. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it, and it started up uh, before the opening bell and then it went down today. This is Monday. And so, you know, by the, it's the, I think these will be released, um, you know, in a couple days. But they're, everything's changing at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why it is so important. I mean, I sound like a broken record. You got to have a plan. You got to take the emotion out of it. And it's really important to understand that there's nothing that's perfect. You know, it's, it's um, you know, when you have a plan, it's already old by the time um, you, you get it, just like technology, right? It's it's old by the time it's even on the shelf. By the time you buy it, it's already old. There's something better and new improved. And it has to be able to, to move and evolve with you. And those plans are really kind of a benchmark so that you can come back and, and track and measure and monitor your your progress. And and sometimes, you know, it's it's not going to be good, but you you can't look at it for that specific period of time, okay? Because if you do, you're going to panic. And if you panic, what's going to happen? You're going to use emotions to make those decisions. So you got to look at a bigger picture and make sure that you understand the options that you have 
uh, and you're taken advantage of. And you're looking at the the whole picture of your financial portfolio, whether it be, and I'm not going to have you run back through safety, income, and growth, but essentially that is like the cornerstone yeah. of the retirement fitness plan that that we talk about all the time. You have to understand those those different. Buckets of because it's a strategy. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, especially in times like these, you know, you don't want to be in a situation where you're having to liquidate things at a loss to be able to live. And when you're looking at the the U.S. economy, and we've been talking about this, let's talk about bonds. Okay, yeah. so we haven't really had bonds in our portfolios for years. Why? Because all the debt, the debt of the companies, the debt of the country, it just people always saw that as the safe money, right? It, so. Right, and and it's way more risk than what you think. Okay, and, and a great example I'm going to use, you know, Vanguard, the VBTIX, the, the Vanguard Bond Total Index Fund. You know, this is a safe haven. And people get into bonds, they're like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm in bonds. I'm in a 60 40 split. That's pretty typical 60% equities and 40% bonds. So I'm safe, I'm protected. Yeah, you got the diversified portfolio. You're right, and, yeah. modern portfolio theory, yeah. right? Yeah. And the the problem is, you know, when you're in this kind of um, uh, period, I mean, bonds are down. They're down about 10%, at least they were, you know, last week, especially in this portfolio, VBTIX. So that Vanguard, because it's passive, I mean, it's a pretty good indicator as to where things are. Now, if you bought that last year and you bought it in time and, you know, you were able to, to receive that coupon or that, that dividend, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, of that 2%, so you're not down the, the full 10 but that's not safe. I mean, you're taking yeah. way more. So if you're going to take that kind of a risk, you might as well be in the in the stock market. But, you know, if you need that to live on, then then what do you do? And it goes back to, obviously, safety, income, and growth. But yeah. you look, people don't want to hear that. What people want to know is, okay, so what are the options? Where do we go? You know, I, I really believe a lot. most of the U.S. companies are overvalued. Okay, yeah. we, we saw that a lot in COVID. Well, look at Netflix. As soon as they hiked up the prices, thinking that they were going to uh, get us all for sharing our Netflix well, passwords. Y- yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and you had, um, you know, subscribers were way down. Uh, they, they were down over 700,000. But, you know, a big chunk of that was from Russia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but they were still down, you know, 250,000 or 200,000. And the, the markets, they were expecting them to be up you know, you know, subscribers over 2 million. So, you know, that's a big difference. And that's why it dropped over 30% in one day. And, it, and it's so still happens. going down. Yeah. And, and it just so happens it correlated with exactly when we all got a raise in our Netflix bill. Absolutely. And, and you know, everyone's mimicking what Netflix did. I mean, and they're a victim of their own success, right? You've got Paramount Plus now, at Disney, I mean, all these streaming services. And, and so now everyone's competing for a lot of the same content. There's really not a whole lot of variation from yeah. one to the next. And so when you're charging those kind of a fees, then people are going to say, ah, eh, you know, or, hey, we can share. You know, I, I think Netflix has like five. And so people, different households are sharing, et cetera. Um, so they only have a finite amount of money to spend on a monthly basis. I mean, they're basically stealing the service. Okay. But they only have a finite amount of money to spend and with food and gas and everything else, you know, everything is kind of going down. This goes back to what we're talking about with revenues, right? I mean, that, that was kind of a misnomer, even though, you know, earnings are staying the same or going up a little bit. It's because the cost of goods sold are going up. Right. So 
if, if U.S. companies are, are overvalued, you know, so then what are your options? Again, there's never a perfect investment. But, you know, what are the things that people need to, to spend on, right, to, to live? Well, the staples. It, they, uh, utilities, yeah. right? You got to wash your clothes. And, and you can't just stay in the U.S. I mean, there for a while, you know, outside of the U.S., I mean, there was a lot of risk. But now some of the best values you know, are outside of the U.S. You know, there's some good value stocks. And I and I think eventually coming back um, and, and going back to those value type stocks, you know, the dividends, you know, where they're strong, you know, they're, they're cash rich and they're paying those dividends, that might be the strategy going forward for sure. But again, you're talking about like consumer staples, things people actually need, not right. their wants and their wishes. Yeah, or because they're, they're, they're going to make sure that they have food and gas in their car first, right? And then uh, we'll call them luxury items, you know, uh, and it used to be luxury items, you know, the the fancy car and what, you know, the nice, whatever it is. Now the luxury items are, have really kind of dumbed down a lot to um, streaming services and going out to dinner, I yep. mean, just think how expensive going out to dinner is. I mean, Absolutely. It's really gotten expensive. We we definitely have seen that in our family of five. <laughs> P- P- pizza night is no longer the cheap night in our house. That's right? exactly. You know, yeah, it's gotten really expensive. And the, the buying power, the value of a dollar has really shrunk. You know, if you look at what $100 bought in 1960, that's just about $10, $11 now. That's a big, big difference. In December, I'm just going to read this stat because this I saw this and I about fell out of my chair. There was a survey that was taken. 49% of all small businesses said that they plan to raise prices in the next three months. Okay, and that's from the uh, National Federation of Independent Businesses. So, I mean, you know that inflation is here. And so everyone's starting to make those adjustments. And so how do you protect yourself? And again, we already talked about bond markets. Right. Why that's a big deal, because it's really not a safe haven anymore. And as rates go up, people are going to continue to lose money in bonds. All right. And and that's going to be really tough. So do you look at tips, treasury inflation protected securities? And are you going to pay premium for them now based on what inflation is? Everyone says, well, how about crypto? Well, but we've watched crypto be just as affected by the markets. It, everyone says it's not correlated. It's not correlated. So what does correlated mean? Well, it's it's you know, if it's correlated, it goes with the market. If it's not correlated, it goes opposite, right? It's unaffected. But we've seen, you know, cryptos, they're completely correlated with what the market is doing. They're going up and down because panic kind of sets in, right? Fear and greed, the two emotions in the stock market. And people are saying, oh my gosh, I got to get my money out. I, I need that liquidity. And a really good indicator as to the panic with cryptos is when you see the value of Coinbase, Okay, that their share price has, has come down. And that means it, that is not a place to, to store the value of a dollar. And that, that was kind of like the, the hedge, right? It, it was the hedge and protecting the value of the dollar um, and, and making sure that it would continue to grow so that you could spend money and not have to worry about it. So what are some of the other options? Well, looking at maybe some sort of bond replacement strategies, right? Like we use, you know, the safety income and growth, right? Alternative dollar strategies, um, maybe precious metals. And you got to be careful, you know, if you're looking at gold, GLDX, or, you know, some of the other ETFs and, and mutual funds and, and some of the stocks, okay, because they, they don't typically go all the time with the, the value of, of the gold and silver. Having that precious metal, 
you know, it's a great storage. It's not an investment. You have to really look at it as to store the value of the dollar, especially in, in an inflationary period. Yeah. We've talked about that in previous podcasts about the tangibles and the untangibles, why we use precious metals, why crypto. But again, we're going to be looking at the one size fits all doesn't apply. The plan is specific to you. To that person, that family. Uh, yes. Yeah, because, because everyone's wants and needs are different. When you're putting the plan together, you actually have to look at it in those terms. Now that I'm thinking, like in wants, what do you want? And then in a bear market and in a recession, you know, what do you need? Right. Yep. And but, it's it's a great opportunity for people to come when they sit down and they realize what they're spending their money on, when they actually put it on paper, this is where my money's going. It's amazing because <laughs> and, we, in, in large ways, sometimes we have no idea where we're spending our money. When we put together all the streaming services that we have, and we're like, oh yeah, I wanted to get rid of that $78 or $130 cable bill, but now I've got adding up $125 in streaming services because you $5 here and $6 here and $18, $18 here. And oh yeah, it adds up. Oh, and don't forget, you know, coffee. Uh, well, again, watching that, that's where you have, a, you have an attack every single time you walk up to a Starbucks and you. Well, I, in, in full disclosure, I, I have been to Starbucks, you know, four or five times in my life. And every time I, it's still, I still can't get over at all. That's a, oh man, oh. I, I'd still get crushed. He, he is like the old man going up there going, <laughs> Wait, I just no, no, no. A, I wanted I want a tall, large. not a Dixie cup. <laughs> They're like, that is a tall. You mean you want a grande? Well, like, okay. I just, no, you know. Grande is. I'm like, never mind. Yeah, okay. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, I really want to bring it back because we want to start, you know, to give people solutions. So let, let's give them some direction. What is the best way for, for people to get direction at this point? Figure out what you want. Figure out what you actually need. Okay. You know, if you're getting ready for retirement, you know, that's a big deal. If you're within, you know, that five to 10 year range, looking at your debts, I get this question all the time. So we were at an event over the weekend and someone said, okay, you know, I've got a question for you. You know, should I pay off my mortgage? I was like, well, it depends. We can't talk in generalities here, but, you know, they refinanced, you know, I think they were paying, you know, 2.3%. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, then why would you pay it off? In an inflationary period, that yeah, that's a fixed cost, Yeah, right? As compared to someone who's who's paying, you know, whatever it is, 3%, but it's on a variable. Yeah. Right now, all of a sudden, when that comes due, when that starts to adjust, we talked to someone, they said in one year, in one year, their mortgage was going to adjust upwards of a maximum of 5% in a single year. Yeah, it could. could it it could. Up, it yep. could go up that much, right? Yep. And so that's why everyone's situation is different. You know, what do you want? Are you paying for college? What are you anticipating there? You know, scholarships, et cetera. You know, are you taking care of family members? You know, all these different things. That's why everyone's situation is so very different. It's all about the math. Making a decision based off just your portfolio or making a decision based off of, you know, the, that's not. That's not going to answer your questions. No. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's, a, it's a great start, right? But that's why you need an income plan. Being able to look out and say, okay, well, look, this is what I want to spend to be able to enjoy life the way that I want to do. But if things go awry, we hit, uh, you know, a huge inflationary period, recession, you know, no one has a crystal ball, so we don't know if it's going to happen yeah. or not and what the feds are going to wind up doing. But then what do we really need to live on? Okay. And where's that money going to come from? 
you know, again, safety, income, and growth, right? So that way we don't have to liquidate what we have at a loss just to be able to live because then you're, it's never going to recover. Well, we'd never be able to visit every single aspect of what's going on in the economy right now, nor can I honestly say that I believe it's following any of the fundamentals that anybody who is in the business could ever project what's going to happen down the road. <laughs> and, so, and I'd put people to sleep. But we want to make sure, get your questions answered. Give us a call. Get your complimentary no cost, no obligation consultation with Ed. Just give us a call at EGSI Financial, which uh, we you can reach us by web at egsifinancial.com, or you can give us a call at 614-526-4118, or send us an email at info at egsifinancial.com, or uh, you know what? I'm going crazy on that. Topic. I don't know. I... <laughs> no, that's it. Info at egsifinancial.com. Anyway, give us a call. Thanks, Ted. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, when was the last time you tested your fitness level? Not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance. Because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sedell is here to help you do that with the Retirement Trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for, a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five simple steps. It's the Retirement Fitness Plan, which he personally created to help clarify key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the Retirement Fitness Plan at egsifinancial.com. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. Investment advisory services offered through EGSI Investment Management, DBA EGSI Financial Group, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through EGSI Financial Services, Inc., Ohio license number 1020619. Thank you.